Hello again out there in Birdland. It's uh, Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Chip joining us from the North Branch Nature Center in Montpelier. Now, Pepper, don't start barking. <laughs> We're like 10 seconds into the show and he's seen a turkey or a bird or a squirrel and he started to bark already. So I can go call Daisy so they can keep each other company. Yeah, well, we're still at home. We're, yeah, we're still at home here, hunkered down. So, But what a beautiful May um, week it's been. It's been a little chilly here in, in Vermont, uh, but uh, towards the end of the week, we did get some sun, and um, it's greening up. We're, we're heading to the middle of May now, believe it or not. Uh, my favorite yeah. month. And the black flies are out. <laughs> yes, I did know that there was a nice little hatch uh, this week. I did yeah. notice that, and and uh, it's it, it coincides with like uh, spring chores on the farm. It always I remember fixing fence, and it was always miserable black fly season fixing fence yeah. and, and whatever. So, but anyway, coincides with spring migration, right? So it's spring migration. Food. Yeah, and we want to talk about some warblers. Um, we got some warblers that are coming in left and right, and probably most are here by now, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably most. I think um, there's a few warblers that come a little later, like morning warbler. But yeah, I've been seeing lots of warblers right around my house at the nature center. Pretty much anywhere you go now, you'll you'll start bumping into warblers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you seeing now? What's what's the one that's uh, caught your attention? Well, uh, Black Burnian is, is always a favorite, um, and I, I led a bird walk at Hubbard Park. Actually, it was over a week ago now, but we had the most splendid looks at Black Burnian Warbler with that bright orange face, kind of black and orange pattern on the head. And you know how they're usually high up in a evergreen a conifer and really hard to see? This bird was foraging in a birch tree, um, not quite at eye level, but... Uh, oh, Musk, because we're we're up this rise on where the tower is, and in full sun, just such a glorious bird. Yeah, those black Burmians, and, and you know that they they can be hard to see, and their their song is very high pitched. So a lot of people miss the song because it's a very high pitched song. But that's always a treat seeing seeing the black Burmians come back. And um, give us a little more detail on that. What, what it looks like is it is it got? If I remember correctly, it has a, a lot of s- sort of um, striking colors. Yeah, the the bright orange on the on the head, especially the throat, but the, basically the whole head is black and orange. Um, so it's a really you know nothing else like it here in, in Vermont. You know, if you you'd think you were in the tropics when you see this bird, so black and orange, the black kind of goes around the eye, mostly makes kind of like a mask, black crown. Um, the, the orange extends down the throat towards the chest, white wing bars, and then the rest of the bird is kind of patterned in black and white. So a black blackish back and wings, white wing bars, and black stripes down the the flanks, the, the white underparts. But yeah, the thing that grabs you is the, this flaming orange throat and face. Yeah, it's quite a splendid bird. The Blackburnian warbler. Yeah, it's one of those. And I would have to say that, you know, the trees are out, but they're not like, you know, full, full out. You know, uh, I think we need a little, a couple more warm, warmer days for them to really come out where I am anyway. But I know other parts of Vermont, are, it's, it's a little easier to see the warblers. But it's that period of time where you can actually get a pretty decent look at some of the uh, birds that have migrated up here for the spring. 
Yeah, and they're singing, of course, so that you know draws attention to them as well. And um, I, was, I, I heard on a walk this morning both black-throated blue and black-throated green warblers, and and uh, that's kind of a good species pair to learn. They look very different, um, but their songs are are, are, are kind of similar. So the the black-throated blue does this beer 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 bee beer beer bee song, and black-throated green is more like uh, zoo 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 z. So they have, both have buzzy songs with these Z sounds in them. Um, but they look very different, so if you get a look at them, no mistake in them. Warbler Week on uh, For the Birds. Um, we have a, a couple of visitors uh, that came. Um, uh, hummingbirds. Um, I, my first hummingbird I saw on Thursday. Um, and that was kind of surprised me. It was buzzing around the house, and it found a, uh, it found a, a daffodil that was still in bloom and went right to that. Oh really? Wow! I've never seen one go to a daffodil. No, it would have been a would have been a nice uh, would have been a nice uh, picture if I'd been able to capture it. But you know, those things move a little fast. Uh, but <laughs> it was moving along. But yeah, it was working its way around, uh, you know, the blueberry bushes and checking those out. And then all of a sudden, it went to a, a little clump of of daffodils and some uh, narcissus were there as well. So it was kind of cool to see them. And then off it went. Nice. Yeah, my, my son Sam texted me uh, the other day because he had seen one and he wanted to find the hummingbird feeder. So uh, he got that up and yeah, no sooner that we put up the hummingbird feeder and now we've got a regular visitor. Yeah, and, and I know uh, people keep track of these when they return and sometimes they actually return, you know, sometimes on the same day or uh, people keep track of when their hummingbirds come back. But yeah, so they have, they're on a schedule. They are, yeah. And I think, um, I think they were, you know, I don't know if they were, they certainly weren't late this year, but my sense is they, people were seeing them pretty early this year. Yeah. That warm spell it came our way, probably yeah. pushed, pushed them uh, our way. And we had a, um, we had a note from Isla Mott up in the islands. So we're going, you know, past Chittenden County up into the islands, um, near the border into New York, um, cute little community. And Amber, um, wrote to me and she said, I've got this strange looking bird that's been in the you know, nearby bush and then it went to my bird feeder and it, and she sent me a nice little picture of it and lo and behold, it was uh, an eastern towhee. Oh, well, that's neat. Yeah, they are, are an interesting bird. Uh, you know, they used to be more common in Vermont. They seem to be kind of scarce um, these days. They are in the sparrow family. They look nothing like a sparrow though because they, they're so colorful. You know, uh, birders uh, who have older uh, bird books, like uh, old Petersons, may know this as uh, rufous-sided towhee. Mm-hmm. And now it's now it's called eastern towhee. But yeah, it's got these rufous-colored sides, rusty-colored sides. Uh, the male has this black hood, a red eye, um, white on the wings. Uh, and if you see one, you, you don't think sparrow because the plumage is just so, just, you know, charismatic there there's not a dull bird at all they're kind of somber shades but like it's a it's a well-marked bird that doesn't scream out sparrow at all yeah it's not one of those little brown birds that has um you know stripes on it or it's it's got that as you said that rufus sort of sticks out and uh you know it, it got amber's attention for sure when she saw it she was like wow what is this thing but uh, it was hanging out at the feeder uh earlier this week cool. so yeah the the towhee um, so it's in the it's in a sparrow family then. Yeah, and like other sparrows, they spend a lot of time on the ground. They they forage uh, 
pretty much exclusively on the ground and and they scratch through the leaves so if you uh if you hear you know some rustling in the leaves uh and you're in the right habitat they often like you know scrubby growth early um successional woods um that scratching can draw your attention and lo and behold there's the towhee um looking for food in the leaf litter yeah good stuff so it's uh it's in the sparrow family but it doesn't really look like a sparrow so it's one of those um sort of in between birds yeah yeah it um yeah they you know i don't know they look they're not streaky they just look yeah <laughs> like a colorful songbird which they are and their song is really distinctive they do this drink your tea song and or sometimes it's a drink drink hmm. drink your tea sounds like a good idea Good. Well, look at the time. My goodness. Um, May migration, warbler week, all that great stuff that's happening. Um, People are planting the gardens. They're getting out. Things are opening up. People are getting vaccinated. All good stuff. Looks like we're headed back to uh, normalcy. And and you guys at the uh, Nature Center are opening up more and more every day, right? We are. Yeah, we're doing our bird walks again. We've got lots of outdoor programming. Not doing... um anything really indoors yet but um we do we will have some um programming starting later in the month that will be partially indoors for a limited amount of time like our bio U um courses weekend long courses but lots of outdoor activities including summer camps uh we still have our after school program going on so it's yeah things are feeling much more normal which is which is great good stuff all right uh we got to fly out of here for another weekend I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds.